Hi friends, and welcome back to the Slay at Home podcast. I am your host, Corinne Burkhart, founder, author, and editor of slayathomemother.com, a home website dedicated to providing you with cleaning, organizing, and homemaking content. Welcome, welcome. In today's episode, we'll be diving into the world of influencers and bloggers, what it's like to be one, and some of the misconceptions that are out there that we encounter. For this episode, I've invited one of my dearest blogging friends, Karen Martinez. I've known her since 2016. 16, it's 2016, right? I'm going off of my middle child's age here. And since we've become really good friends, we FaceTime, we text, we vent about our kids to each other, but most importantly, we keep it real. And I'm so thankful for one, having you as a friend, and two, that you're willing to talk about this with me here. So Karen, for everyone listening, tell us who you are and what you love sharing. Hi, thank you for having me on. I'm really excited to do this because we do talk talk about all this stuff all the time and it's great to get to share this with everybody so I am Karen I'm a mom of four I have three-year-old twins a six-year-old and a 13-year-old and um, I have what I call a family and creative brand so I share everything from the things that we do with our family um, a lot of my DIY and crafts because that's something I just like to do for fun and um, our family adventures I've been doing this since 2017, maybe getting up 2017. This idea came in 2016, but I didn't do anything until 2017. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. 2017. Yeah, 2017, because it's a, Jackson and Leah were born in 2016. Yep. And then we started when they were babies. Yep. <laughs> You're right. I always just get it about, fixed up. Yeah, yeah. just about. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. She's absolutely worth a follow. So go find her on Instagram at Mama Bear Says. Mama has two M's, so M A M M A. <laughs> and you're going to love the videos that you see on there. Like one she just did was a teacher gift. I believe it was a teacher bag that you just made. And I was thinking to myself, why didn't I do that? That's so easy and simple. And I bet they could use that all summer long. They can use it back and forth to school the next year. I love that craft. So she has tons of crafts like that and other content on her Instagram. So she's absolutely worth the follow. So today I wanted to talk about what it's like behind the scenes for us. I think there's a huge difference in the blogging world from say the 2010s and now especially this influencing aspect. And I actually cringe really hard at that word. And if anyone tries to call me when I correct them, I say I'm a blogger because I think there are so many negative connotations with the word influencer and not that there's anything wrong with being one, but I wanted to have you on here to talk with me about some of the misconceptions we face, the off the wall comments we receive and what it's really like behind the curtain. And although we could always dive further into this, I want to try to keep this episode only as long as the drive to your in-law's house, hopefully. So one really funny comment that I received recently was from a sweet neighbor of mine. And honestly, I would consider her like a mom to me. She's so caring and wonderful. But before I tell you this, if you're listening with kids, I've already marked this episode as not safe for audiences under 18 for this one comment. But I'm going to reiterate that in case you've got kids in the car to listen to this episode later. But she said something to me that was really funny, and I felt like she was asking me to see what I would say. But she told me that someone told her that if anyone makes money on Instagram, that they have a website with scandalous pictures and videos that you can pay to see. And it took me a minute to understand what she meant, but she was talking about OnlyFans. 
OnlyFans. She was kind of pausing to see what I would see, uh, do or say with that info. And I was really quick to let her know that while that is a thing, it isn't something that I do ever at all. But I found that to be so hilarious. And for someone who isn't familiar with the influencing world or Instagram or how all of it works um, and those things, you know, to know that those things aren't intertwined, I could see how she could maybe wonder. And I love that she felt so comfortable enough to tell me. But now I wonder if older people, when they hear influencer, think of OnlyFans immediately. But that's one example of something that's off the wall, at least for me, with sharing just cleaning hacks and videos of organizing projects that I've received. So Karen, have you ever had an off the wall comment or anything rude that someone said to you about being an influencer or a blogger? Um, I always get the people that kind of give you a look or just kind of go, oh, okay, because I think they have yeah. this, I, I don't know if they... They never necessarily speak on exactly what thoughts are going through their head, but I could see it in their face that there's some negative just feeling towards what we do. A lack of understanding, I think, is huge because uh, the comments I get a lot are people assume I get everything for free. Right. Like the things, like random things, like we got a new um, patio furniture set last year and my husband's aunt actually said, did you guys buy this or did you get it for free? And I thought like, okay, well, yes, we bought it. Like, these, you know, like there are things that we do um, that we talk about and we share about. I think people don't understand that it is a career and it is something that we work really hard to do and creating content is not easy and it takes a lot of work, especially when we're involving kids and, and revolving our schedule and everything around our kids as well. Documenting all that is not that easy. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of being conscious about what it is that you're doing, um, how your kids are feeling that day, and a lot of that. And that's one of the things that I find really rude because I feel like I don't assume that somebody else's job is easy or not challenging to them because I don't know. I, I'm not in your shoes. I don't know how much your work takes, you know, so don't assume that mine is this like oh she just gets stuff for free takes a picture and that's it I can completely agree with you sometimes I'll tell someone what I do and they're like the, it's one of two it's either what does that mean like what exactly do you do for a living or maybe it's even like the older people going oh I know what you do or <laughs> based on my neighbor's comment yep, but yeah or it's like oh you're one of those and I feel like that's so unfair. And I understand that there's there's influencers out there that, you know, they're very gimme, 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 or um, all they're focused on or is making a name for themselves. Or and it's a it's a hard, hard thing to get into. And I I understand, but it's hard to kind of separate yourself from maybe where the negative connotations come from those people because they are out there like the people that prank people out in public and they do like really mean things and yes. then they get a bad reaction like that I could I could definitely see if that was me I would get a negative reaction but I totally understand that look that kind of goes over someone's face when you tell them it's not fair but I yes, absolutely like my neighbors have no clue what it is that I do <laughs> my neighbor across the street came over saw stuff and I showed her my website and she said oh okay so like this is like a real thing and I'm like, yes mm -hmm. it is a real thing 
It's a lot of work. Yes, it is a real thing. So how do you feel about curated motherhood? You know, those perfect pictures of perfect families that we, even me and you, see online. Um, they're just discouraging, to be honest. Um, I feel like as someone who struggled a lot with mental health after having kids, each kid came with its own challenges. And although they are these like, oh, look at how cute moments, I feel like they're not a real picture of real life. And so it can feel very isolating. And I personally feel this, and this is totally like my opinion, but I get discouraged a little bit because I feel like that is what sells. And I've kept very true to just sharing like the real experiences, just my struggles that I'm having our day to talk about it. I've shared about my mental health a lot. And a lot of the feedback that I get from my audience is they're thankful that I'm relatable, that I keep it real, that I share these things and whatnot. And then, you know, if I share something like that, or then this picture perfect moment from a number standpoint, the picture perfect moment might do better than the real moment. So from like the business standpoint, it sucks to be honest, because I feel like sells and I don't know if it's like a form of like escapism or what it is. Or just like, oh, that's so cute. And I love seeing all the fun stuff that their family does. But like, what about all the other stuff? Like the challenging stuff and 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 everything else. I just feel like I struggle with it because I life is not, you know, super curated and picture perfect. And I don't want to get into being just the person who shares just these beautiful snippets of life. Because as it is, we only see 10% realistically. And you get to see what people want you to share, you know, what people want you to see. And so for me, I want to always stay open about what life is really like because it's not easy. Um, and I feel like at the same time from like the business standpoint, I'm always like, dang, like if maybe if I shared just that kind of stuff, would I be in a different position growth wise or whatnot? But I always just try to remind myself like, you no, know, stay true to who you are and what you want to share and what you believe. That's what I continue. I love that you do that because I'm the same way. When I first started following people on Instagram, this is before I started 2017. That's the correct year. It's 2017. Um, I would follow people, and, and at first, it was it was like a form of escapism, and I felt like I was living vicariously through like these moms and what they were doing and how clean their house was. But then at the end of the night, I would go and like try to do dishes in my own kitchen and realize my house looks nothing like theirs. My life looks nothing like theirs. And then I would start to feel like crap. I mean, I already marked this episode as unsafe. So I'm just going to say crap. I just felt like really, really bad. So I made a point to do that too. Like, hey, I know I share cleaning and organizing stuff, but check out my pantry or like check out, you can see, but no one else can like my stuff behind me right now. It's messy. And that's fine because there's different seasons of life that we go through. And I think it's so healthy for other moms. Like it's cool to share like the things that we do, but also that behind the scenes, behind the curtain, the, the real life messes and struggles that we're going through when our kids are sick. I literally run a cleaning blog. But the other month, I couldn't get my house clean enough, it seems, to prevent a virus from spreading because you can disinfect everything else, oh, yeah. but you can't uh, disinfect the hosts, right? The hosts spread it to everybody else and um, mm-hmm. it made me mm-hmm. feel like 
should I even share that? Because it might seem like my house isn't that clean, but that's reality. And, and I love that you're the same way. I think that's such a healthy way. And I love that you also talk openly about your mental health. I feel like it's been such a taboo subject for so long. And it's just now becoming something that we're acknowledging. We are making actionable. We can do things about it. We can have, you know, talks, we can have therapy. We can know that it's not just us. I love that you do that. I know we talked a little bit about our kids and like being moms while also being influencers and bloggers. So how do you approach sharing content online and what types of content do you share? Are your kids included? So um, it really is kind of like a case-by-case basis. When I started this, let's see, Leah's six now, she was a little under one. And my oldest at the time was like six years old, seven years old. She was very willing to be in everything, wanted to be a big part of it and whatnot. And as she started to get older and start to kind of have her own struggles and her own just just things she was going through. Right. I kind of backed up on sharing that a little bit. She is one that I'm a little bit more private about, but also she's at the point where I can have a conversation with her and ask her just straight up, can I talk about this? If not, that's okay. I totally respect that. And then I share with her um, kind of like the pros and cons. The pros are, you know, another mom can feel seen, can understand that she's not, you know, the only one whose kid is struggling with X, Y, and Z. Right. And share what we're doing to help. However, on the opposite side is one thing I always remind her of, especially because of the age that she's at right now, is it can be found. You know what I mean? Like her friends can stumble upon it or whatever. And if it's not something that you want anybody to know and you have an issue with that, let me know. And I won't talk about that. And a perfect example is her ADHD and her mental health. Two years ago, she started therapy. And last year, we actually got her evaluated and um, found out she did indeed have ADHD. And it was something that for a little bit, she didn't want me to talk about. She was very self-conscious about it. Um, There was already issues at school with kids. And I waited until it got to the point where she just had this It felt like a 180 switch, but I know it wasn't that because it was a lot of work. At that point, she told me she was ready and I could talk about this and, you know, that she didn't care anymore if people knew and she wanted to instead be able to help people out and, and let, you know, parents because 13 years old and like anxiety, like it's, it's a real thing. And I don't think, you know, when we were children, it was something that was, you didn't think like kids could have anxiety. And now I see, you know more friends and family with kids who are struggling with mental health and so to be able to share that kind of stuff i do with her permission now my six-year-old wants to be in everything she (laughs) wants to be in all the videos she thinks it's the coolest thing ever and oh my gosh if i put a mic on her she feels even more i don't know legit professional i don't even know but she loves it she's all for it the little ones it's a i i keep it very random this is what we're doing, especially when it's like paid partnerships. Before I even take anything, I have a conversation with them. Right. This is what we're asking to promote. This is the scope of the campaign. Do you guys, are you guys interested or not? If they say no, then okay, it's just not going to happen because I'm not going to force mm-hmm. part of something that they're not going to want to do. And then if they say yes, then we're in. And then I always try to keep also the um, what I'm sharing. And like, let's say if it's a paid partnership, the the pitch or the idea behind it is not something that like 
you'll feel embarrassed about later. Yeah. You know, it, it, it stays like fun and light and wholesome and something that like, they might be like, oh man, I can't believe, you know, I did that, but not to the sense of like, take it down mom, because that's super embarrassing. And you mentioned X, Y, and Z. So it's just, I feel like just keeping it age appropriate with them having the conversations as much as they can understand, you know, sometimes the boys, one wants to do it, the other one doesn't. Leah understands, okay, this is what we're doing. She actually just came upon the realization the other day that these videos go on the internet. Funniest thing ever, but she's into YouTube, right? Like Ryan's world, that's her thing. She likes to watch Ryan's world. And she just realized that the videos we put up go on the internet and her mind was blown and she was like, wait, what? I'm like, who did you think we were talking to? She's like, I don't know, people. So now she's very aware that if we make a video or any type of content, it's out there on the internet and she can choose to be a part of it or not. I love that. Yeah, I just to go off of that too. um, And sorry if you guys hear my dog growling. There's a bird outside the window that's taunting him right now. But um, (laughs) just to go off of your point too, I feel like we have to use our best judgment. Like you said, obviously you don't want to do anything that's going to make them embarrassed later. Like I think one campaign I I got reached out about was like um, pajama pants that if your child wets the bed that, you know, and I just felt like, oh, that's kind of a, like, I don't know that I would necessarily do that one because I wouldn't want to ever tie them to peeing the bed and not, and they don't really do that. So that's not, it wasn't going to be relevant anyway, but like just as an, an off the wall example that I'm coming up with was like pee pants, pee pants, yep. pajamas. And I was like, yep. no, I don't think I'm going to do that. But then also um, a lot of people asked me like, Hey, why aren't we seeing your teenager more? Why aren't we seeing your, your seven? I can't believe he's seven now, but seven year old. And I just a simple answer. I asked them, you know, Hey, can I take a video of this? Like we're we're visiting baby cows. Can I take a video of this? This is really cute. And they'll say like, you know, I just want to pet the baby cows. I'm like, cool. Or I'll clarify, like, I'm going to take a video, but this is just for us. Like, I just want to make sure, you know, I'm not trying to blast Mm -hmm. you guys online all the time, but I do want to just have our family moments too. So I love, I love that. And then especially daughter and mental health and how social media, we're just not even sure how that's going to affect their mental health. Cause if you think about it, we grew up in like MySpace times and just even having yes. that was kind of very like, different, very different. But now we have all of this and we are just inundated with it. And I can't imagine what that's like, you know, even in the middle school that we have with our teenager, like the Snapchat challenges or whatever that I'm still not even sure, like exactly what all happens in those or, you know, the peer pressure. They're crazy. We- <laughs> right, right. Crazy. I think, um, yeah. Our, in this year, we had, what was it, the trash, the bathroom challenge, or maybe that was last year, where they had to trash. Yes, the where they had to go trash the bathroom. That was yes. last year. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. And you know, <laughs> she's not allowed on social media. And I tell her, I know this is my work. So it seems kind of hypocritical of me to say, mm-hmm. I don't want you on social media. I said, but because I'm on it for work all the time, I know that you shouldn't be. And, and I know also, like, you know, how quickly it can go from like what, what you're scrolling, you know what I mean? Like how quickly that can turn and like the types of things you start to see and whatnot. And you also understand as an adult, you know, uh, things that maybe a predator would be looking for. Mm-hmm. Or, 
um, trying to seek out. So that's, you know, as a parent too, I mean, we're, we're in our thirties, we're moms and we share, you know, wholesome content. So we're not attracting a whole lot of creepers, but it doesn't really matter. But they're, out, are. But they're out there, but they're yeah, out there. They're, they're out there. Absolutely. And especially. I, I learned, yes. And I learned real quick, like you can't, even for us, which is like, it just baffles me. It's like, you can't show your feet really. Oh, because the creepers come. Oh, I mean, I, I don't think I wear, I wear all those so even something socks like that. Now. I wear those compression socks. So I think I'm keep here. Them on. Keep them on. <laughs> unless, unless someone's like looking for compression yeah, keep socks. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I'm protected. So you are I your answer for that though. But I wanted to ask if you experienced this too, but I know we kind of talked about like, you know, with my video with the baby cows, let's go visit baby cows. And I'll take a video. But do you feel like, how do you feel about monetizing random moments? Like the kids are being really cute in the yard. You left your phone in the house and you keep thinking, oh my gosh, I wish I had my phone so I could post this on my Instagram stories. Or like for me, I'm watering my garden boxes right now and I should totally be sharing these boxes with my audience because one, I'm already doing it. Two, they're going to ask about it. But right now it feels so peaceful to just be watering my cucumbers this morning. Do you get that feeling too? All the time, all the time all the time it's like um, first FOMO part right? of it uh yes it is it really is and um to be honest when they're being cute I know that by the time I run out and grab my phone it'll be done it won't be there anymore for me to record anyways <laughs> so I just sit back and enjoy it <laughs> but there's a lot um an example for me is we share a lot of Disney content in our family at Disney and I am very strategic and intentional about what when I am sharing what I am sharing um so there are times where I don't have my phone out purposely I just put it away in the bag or whatever and I don't even have it on me so I am just in the moment just doing and then there are days where I am very specific and I tell my husband today is a content day I pack the phone the camera everything and they know that we are going to be making content that day. So he also, I think it also makes him um, a little bit more aware of like, okay, she's working right now versus we're here hanging out. Why aren't you being present? Because that's another thing too, is I feel like um, it's learning to kind of balance being present, but then also like work because we're on all the time. We don't get to like clock out and leave our work behind. So it could be, you know, 7:30, and you're some, I don't know something comes up and you're like oh man I wish I could have recorded that because we are on all the time then there are days where I am like I'm recording everything we do today and I do that or times of the day even I just have to be very intentional about what it is that we're doing what it is that I'm going to share I'm going to be honest I record a lot of stuff and half of it doesn't make it online <laughs> not because like I, not sometimes not even like me consciously saying I'm not going to put that online but just I forget and it just doesn't make it online so then there's a lot of stuff that ends up being just for me just by accident so it's just being really conscious and being really right you know like being really conscious and being really aware of what it is that I need to like you know you're saying you're out there watering your cameras and it's really peaceful that's what you need at the moment you could share about that later like you could even come back on and say you know what I wanted to share this but I was feeling really peaceful but 
take a look at these, you know, garden beds and, and go on, you know? Um, so I think just you have to be mindful too and kind of draw boundaries within yourself as to when it is that you need time for you and to be present, to be with, just be with your family. And when it is that you're like, okay, I'm going to treat this as work. I love that. So we talked a little bit about, you know, you telling your husband like, hey, this is a content day. I'm getting the stuff packed and we're, we're going today's going to, we're going to film some content. Mm -hmm. So if I can get personal with you what role does your husband play in your career and yes I'm calling it a career because if people absolutely understand how much time and effort and care goes into the content that we put out they would totally say it was a career too but what is his opinion of what you do is he supportive he actually is the reason why I started this Aww, um, right yes. <laughs> One, 100% this was all his idea um when Leah was born okay so just to backtrack real quick yeah my oldest is not biologically my husband's so I was a single mom for five years you know this is one of the things you and I connect with a lot you yeah know? we do is having gone through that journey yeah so we went through that journey and um I missed out a lot I think because I was going to school and working multiple jobs at, at certain times and I missed out a lot. So when Leah was born, I actually had this very stable job with the most awesome benefits that people were thinking I was crazy for even leaving. And I didn't want to go back. And so at that point, I had found myself during my maternity leave, being in Facebook groups and things like that, just like recommending the products I was using, sharing the tips, like just having conversations with moms, right? One day I made this comment to him where I said, you know, what if I just like stayed home? What if I didn't go back to work? And expecting to be met with like, you're crazy, no way. I got a, okay, let's figure it out. And from there came this idea where he said, I know you, you're going to need something for you. I know you. He said, you're going to want some, some sort of project, something to work on something. And I thought, okay, he's right. And so he started researching and this was like you know 2017 so this was like starting to take off but not crazy yet he said what if you started a vlog and I thought what he's like you're in these groups already doing all this stuff put it on a website talk about it he's like you can monetize I was like what there's no way <laughs> and then it started I started just like writing and sharing and whatnot and he is very very supportive um, he's very understanding of, um, at least he's, he's even getting better. I think at it, at understanding what it is that I need, because I used to be really bad at expressing what I needed. So he will be there and give me all the support and whatever it is that I need, but I need to kind of figure that out for myself a lot of the times. So he will take the pictures, which I need the guy to take a photography class because, oh my God, it, his arm is so shaky, but I give him an A forever. He is my, you know, the cameraman. He's helping me get kids ready. Or yesterday, he actually kept three of them upstairs just busy while I filmed something with the other one. Just like, it's it's a balancing act. And he works from home. So there's um, a little, little bit of flexibility with just me being able to be like, hey, I need an hour, like right smack in the middle of the day. Can you please, you know, take over or help me with this or whatever. And he moves his stuff around a lot. So he's... He's very supportive. There are times where I have to remind him, like, 
hey, we're here for work. You yeah. Know, certain events where I'm just like, hold on, I need to get my, I need to get my videos and pictures and all that taken first. And then you can go to the food table and grab all the treats and do all that stuff. Like we can't just run to the food first. We're here for work. Um, but <laughs> he's on board. He honestly, he wants this to like grow a lot. Like his goal is he's like, I want to retire and retire in 10 years and jump on board like he wants to quit his job and like this is what we do and travel with it or whatever it is that we're going to do he's very very supportive i think um he's a great balance because i am not a risk taker i am very very afraid of making mistakes and i'm not fearless at all and he is and he is one that's just like what's the worst that could happen you fail and then that's it and i'm like i know but um and he's like no it's fine and you learn from it and you move on so he is he gives me the push a lot. He, if I have this like idea, he's like, yes, let's do it. He never says no. It's all a matter of like organizing. I was organizing our day and he is, he's, he's my, he's my partner. Like truly is my partner. I think we married the same man because Marco sounds a lot like Chris. He's great. He will like on the days where I'm having like imposter syndrome, where I'm like, man, my pantry's a mess because it's summer. It's the first week of summer break. And the kids are like, we're trying to have this like tug of war, like don't raid the pantry or like, it's just there. It's available and we're home all day, you know? And I feel like I have those moments where like, I shouldn't even be sharing cleaning stuff because here's this mess. And he's like, no, you absolutely should. You're great at what you do. You're encouraging, you're inspiring. Like he just kind of, he builds me up again. So he's very, very supportive. And then also like right now he took all three of our kids who were crazy screaming this morning at each other. I don't know what is going on there, but he took them out to the store doing a car wash so that we could do this. And I didn't have kids screaming in the background. So it's just very, very supportive. So I feel the need to put this in the episode because I might've brought up things that people misunderstand or wonder and maybe focus on some of the negative, the more negative things because of that. But can you tell me some things that you love about your job and why you do it? Like, yeah, there's this pressure to share things and be present on your stories, but are there some really nice benefits to being a blogger? 100%. For starters, I can't ever forget the fact that I get to be home with my kids. That is like the week reason why this even started was trying to find something that I could do while still being present and being a part of everything. So like the flexibility, the fact that I can be here with them, there are some really cool things that we get to do because of this. Like a lot of really cool things that we get to do that my experiences, my kids get to do, but they don't realize these are not normal things. Like people don't just go to, to Disney premiere. Like right. we got to see the little mermaid three weeks before it came out, we got Halle Bailey coming into the movie theater to introduce this movie. Like these are not things you just get to do. And if my kids think it's like a regular Tuesday, you know, and I'm like, no guys, like this is because of what, what I do. So there's like, obviously these really cool experiences that we get to be a part of. Um, Other part for me personally is the creativity part. I have always been a creative person since, since I can remember. And this gives me such an opportunity to harness it and nurture it and grow that creativity 
it keeps me, are there times where like, are we burnt out? Yes, because there's no balance, but like my husband can take the kids and I'm going to sit there and record a video making a craft. And by the end of it, I'm going to be super chill and relaxed and happy. And you know, it's, it's really awesome. Also like it's given me a lot of connections and friendships. Like you're a perfect example of this. Like people I would have never connected with if it wasn't for this and getting to be, I think like for me, a representation of like this new generation of parenting and how I'm going to do things. And, and even like for me growing up in, um, the very like Mexican culture and like kind of breaking some of those cycles and those things mm-hmm. and getting to be representation for somebody else who's thinking like, I grew up that way, but like, I don't want to do it that way. I kind of want to do it a little bit different because this is how I feel about how I grew up and know that they're not the only person doing this. So getting to be someone that you see, you know, publicly doing things or saying things and, and feeling encouraged to, to do it yourself or to know just in general that you're not alone in what you're going through so all of that to me like I I would not have it any other way I agree I think you worded it perfectly Karen thank you so much for coming on I loved all of your answers and I totally agree <laughs> if you're not already following Karen please go to her Instagram her TikTok her YouTube at mama bear says m-a-m-m-a bear says and remember to give my podcast five stars on whatever app you're listening on and i will catch you in my next episode thank you so much for listening you guys have a wonderful day